People, welcome back, welcome back. Yes, yes, yes. Another Hustle Smart episode with myself, Lex. And Shubs. And we have the infamous MUA here that goes by the name of... Mahina. Mahina Makeup. Come Thank on. you so My much sis. for coming down. Yeah, man, thanks for coming Thank down. Thank you so much. We're super excited to have you on. Yeah, before... We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, before we start, I can't lie, I've heard quite a lot about you. Oh. A lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff, what you do. So I'm expecting some greatness. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so let's get into it. So, who are you? What do you do? Let's go from there. Um, I'm a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. I've been doing makeup for about eight years, but for five years professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> makeup artist. That's cool. So, um, kind of. She's not just a makeup artist, she's an international makeup artist. But Come on. Oh, you're global. Be, be, hum, be humble if you want to. Hey. Be humble if you want to. We love that. Just don't say yourself short. But um, so how did it start? How were you kind of like when did you like so you said you started eight years ago? Was it just you doing it for yourself? Then people saw that you were good at it, and then you started doing it for friends, family. Mm. It actually started when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Yeah, when I was in college, I just um I was going into a new um college and I was literally saw everybody's eyebrows on fleek. And I asked one of my friends, I was like, Oh, like, how do I do this? She was like, Oh, go on YouTube, everything's on YouTube. So I went on YouTube and literally that was that was it. Game like changer. I learned how to do my eyebrows. One day I'll look crazy, <laughs> next day I'll look good. Mm. It was like a it was like a up and down thing mm-hmm. Then I started to take it serious I just thought Oh let me start do let, let me start doing makeup On like my friends Just to see how it is And then Because um, at the time I was doing I wanted to become A social worker I wanted to um, So I was studying English and maths And I was doing Health and social care At the time um, And I was just like Nah I don't want to do this anymore Because I saw Like I saw it, I didn't think I thought it Um being a makeup artist, it was like better and more mm-hmm. natural for me. Mm-hmm. So, and I like to be in a job where I enjoy myself. For I don't sure. like to be in a job where I don't because I know I'm gonna fail mm-hmm. at it because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put my best yeah. into it. So I just mm-hmm. thought, let me let me just go into this part. That makes sense. Were you kind of always entrepreneurial? Like, did you kind of have that kind of vibe of you? Like, okay, you're gonna do what you want. You're gonna. Or were you kind of seeing it as, like you said, a profession where you kind of did it for someone else or mm. under someone? Did you just have that self-starter mindset? No, I actually wanted to be... I actually wanted to work at MAC. Okay. Initially, because I just thought, oh, that's where all the makeup artists worked at. Mm-hmm. And I was trying for a long time to get into MAC. Mm-hmm. I finally got into it after, like, how many, um, unfortunately, emails. <laughs> um, I finally got into MAC and... They were just like to me, oh, you're going to be a Christmas temp. I was like, damn, I wanted to be mm. a permanent staff. Mm. But like, God saved me because mm. I, I didn't like it at all. Um, went into Mac for three months. And I was just like, nah, I need yeah. to do my own, my own business. Because I just I just saw like, um, like my colleagues, I would see like they will be really good at like makeup, but they wouldn't push themselves mm-hmm. to... To expand So they were just like To me They're like They're content I was like How could you have So much talent And be so content I said 
me I can't mm-hmm. like, I can't be like I can't have so much talent and just be content mm-hmm. like you, at least at least explore it mm-hmm. so I just want no I'm just gonna do my own thing when That's I come out of Mac and yeah how did so, you get mm. oh sorry I was gonna mm. ask like how did you get the exposure because it's like being an MUA in this current climate like there's a lot of MUAs do you know what I mean so it's kind of difficult to kind of make sure that you push out your content or your work like how did you manage to do that with just being me <laughs> So, like, I was just like posting. I was, do you know, what it is I was just posting consistently. Mm-hmm. I was posting three times a day, every day, mm-hmm. just like making sure that my work is out there. Even though, like, <laughs> I I didn't get no likes or yeah. nothing, I I just made sure that I I just post that three yeah. times a day. No, that's really good. Consistency is key. We say yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. But how are you kind of able? So from so from Matt to you just saying, I'm going to do my own thing. How are you able to kind of turn it from something you're good at and passionate about to like a proper business, like a profession? Like you said, what did it take? Were there any kind of changes? Did you kind of have to figure out systems, booking systems, or like ways of kind of doing it and still having your social life and stuff like that? How was that switch from like you said eight years ago, then five years professionally? So how was that kind of switch? I had no plan. Mm. I actually had no plan when mm. I, because I was still young. I was just, I, I literally just went with the flow. Mm-hmm. So any, anything that made me f- like felt good or felt like it was the right path, I literally just went. So mm-hmm. literally by God's grace. Mm-hmm. But like things that I actually did, I ju- I put myself in, I took myself out of the course that I was doing um, because I, I wanted to go to uni, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to uni. Mm. And I went into, um, I went to I went to do a, a beauty course and I thought they were going to teach me how to do makeup and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, but they didn't teach me how to do makeup. Um, what did they teach you? They taught me like um, like beauty stuff, like how to like the the five layers of the oh, skin, all that all that kind yeah. of stuff, like tanning. But I'm actually happy that they taught me like the skin layers, like the the actual um, educational part, mm-hmm. because I. Like I will say for any MU, any upcoming MUAs, it's just always good to analyze like the actual skin because that's where it starts from. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have that knowledge, but I was so I really wanted to um like go into the college, like learn to learn how to actually do apply the makeup, mm-hmm. not the whole skin layers or that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But I was like, oh, I'm I'm ready here, so I might as well finish it yeah. before. You know, the African plans, ah, you come out this one, and yeah, you now yeah, want to, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, again, like, yeah. I was like, nah, I have to stick to it. But I did come up with something in the end, oh. but I just kept on. So, like, this, that's a good segue into my next question, yeah, because obviously you come across various different types of, different types of skin, yeah? Mm-hmm. So how do you ensure, you know, you're actually getting the look that your client wants? And, like, if they have, like, basically, mm-hmm. if they have bad skin, I'm mm-hmm. talking about, like, as in this mad. Acne. Yeah, like, acne. Um, kind of when when you apply the makeup, you know, it's looking a bit like textured. Mm-hmm. Like how do you ensure you're kind of getting that good look? Um, firstly, you just have to have a good primer. Yeah, like maybe like a smoothing primer. Like I'll try to cover it, but obviously I'm no mag- like magician. I'm yeah. not like I'm not a wizard, but I'll try to like emphasize your features because mm-hmm. that's what I'm all about I'm all about emphasizing people's features even with, in terms of the texture like that's more to do with like 
the primer and how you um, place the foundation on. Mm. What type of foundation, um, like, do you, what type of finish you want? Yeah. When someone has a texture skin, I like to go for more of like a matte finish mm. because when it's too, um, when the foundation is too radiant, that's when it shows um, show more. Mm-hmm. But when it's like matte, you can't really see it and you can't put too much highlight on, especially when you have textured skin. Mm-hmm. Because when you have textured skin, the the highlight will only bring it out. So mm-hmm. you just have to make sure. So is it is it easier? So let's say the person has quite oily skin, right? Mm-hmm. Would, it, would it still be, is it still achievable to get a matte finish? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You just mm-hmm. have to use the right products, yeah. the right primers, and you're good to go. Um, I wanted to ask, so starting out, like I know as an MUA, you're going to have to cater to so many shades. Like how mm-hmm. did you do it? Like with like, how, like where did the money come from to buying every single foundation shade? I didn't buy every single foundation um, shade. I, just, I bought like three foundation, one light, one dark and... Like one, one in, in, the in, in the middle, yeah. and I literally mixed them on two I, until I got like a close enough shade. Yeah, close enough shades. Then I started to put really? up my kit. But oh. like every week, I'll buy like one product. Mm. Like if say if I did um, two bookings um, a week, like mm. booking wasn't from like when I was starting out. Um, I will make sure like I buy like a product like a week, yeah, or at least twice a month. So I'm building my kit consistently. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know sometimes it could be like a lot, like especially if you're starting out. Like if you spend five hundred pounds on, hmm. but makeup is expensive. On one it is <laughs> no, just an example. Oh. An example, but still like I can go. To, I can mm. go to Selfridges, um, buy six products, and it will come up to two hundred pounds, six hundred pounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's expensive. Like yeah. that's why, like people, you like, guys one, don't know. Like one no. foundation. Thank God we don't. don't know that. Like what? Like one foundation is sixty pounds. Yeah. Like sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's that's crazy. So how yeah. how is it kind of yeah starting out? Like you said, two bookings a week and stuff like that. How are you kind of going about getting clients? Was it a lot of word of mouth, or were you kind of pitching Maj- yourself? Do you know it, it, majority was well like well um word of mouth mm-hmm. and um. Everything was literally through my social media. Mm-hmm. I always made sure that what my work spoke for itself. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's it. I yeah. just, I just made sure. That mm. makes sense. So, like, at what point did you realize that? Okay, you know what, makeup is at, it's gone from an interest to an actual passion. What point? Yeah. What was that switch? It was when I was in um, my beauty course. I was like, no. Nah. Mm. Because I did the beauty course and I, I did it for a year. Mm-hmm. I finished it. And I was like, I can't do that another year here. Yeah. Sorry. This beauty thing. I, I can't come and do it again. Sorry. Mm. So I went to go and do entrepreneurship yeah. um, in, in in the same college. Yeah. And I was just like, oh shit, like I can make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And if if I really put my all, all into this, I can literally mm-hmm. make something out of it. So. Yeah. Is when I was in the oh, That's really good. And like one thing like, so with all this is like, you're also kind of really emphasizing the fact of like education because like you said, you you just kind of started out but you're also educating yourself as well, not just trying to just freestyle it no, as well. No, you can't. So how do you kind of still do courses and stuff like that? Like how do you kind of go around like building your business as you're kind of going with time as well? Um, Literally, every day, like I'm st- I'm still learning how mm-hmm. to because there's like new styles coming out. So mm-hmm. you still... Every, like, with this industry, you always have to learn. There's no, like, oh, 
I know I, I know everything. I'm gonna mm-hmm. stop learning. There's no such thing as that. Mm-hmm. You're always learning. Yeah, for sure. And even sometimes when I do feel stagnant, I have to go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. and relearn everything again. Yeah. So I cannot feel stagnant and just like make sure that um I'm just like constantly learning all the time. Yeah, do you read any books or any yeah, kind of stuff? Yeah, books. Nice, nice. Like nice. in terms of like what what type of books? just 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 in general like kind of self development books and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's really good. So like obviously, as you said, the makeup style is always changing, right? Mm. Something that I've become privy to and what I've been seeing is that obviously like girls have gone from full glam to soft glam. Mm. So then, do you find that a girl will, will say to you, "I want, I want, I want the full glam, give me everything," but then you kind of then add your Add your own opinion Say oh you know what In my own twist yeah Yeah Do, do your clients Give you that Kind of that, that You know creative... what I've, I've recently Like People book me And they'll just like Do what you want I was like mm. They'll just like They'll give me the choice To do what I want yeah. But um, People um, People do tell me Oh like I do want a full A full beat Or they show me Like another makeup artist Work, but obviously, like I wouldn't be able to do it the same as mm-hmm. the makeup artist because I'm not the makeup artist. Mm-hmm. I can only do it like how your and, way, yeah, yeah. I know how to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, like, how do you ensure? Obviously, you're you're international, right? So, how do you ensure you you stay competitive? So, you you touched on it before, and you said by being yourself. But what, like, make it tangible? What does that actually look like? Can what do you mean, like competing with other makeup artists? Not even just competing. Not even but how that. do you kind of stay on top of your game? Like, like what, what, what is it? What what is staying on top of your game to so, you? So just so like stay- having like just consistently growing, like expanding, getting higher clients, like more demand for like more higher higher esteem clients and stuff like that. Yeah, you just do yourself. Like in terms of. But what does that what does that look like? How did that describe it for us? Because um, literally, your. To, st- to stay on top, you just have to, on top of like what I'm doing mm-hmm. is like making sure that I'm planning, mm-hmm. planning my caption, planning uh, my post, planning um, just like everything's like organized, pretty much mm-hmm. like you just plan. Or sometimes I freestyle, I freestyle, mm-hmm. um, but it's more on my, be- um, it's more on my cosmetic page that I plan. Yeah. But on my uh, Mahina page, like I literally go with the flow because yeah but um in terms of like the whole um i think you learning new techniques for your makeup should should be like i'm sure that's one of the ways that you stay on top no yeah new techniques um just doing like different stuff um tiktok using every yeah socials to make sure that but how do you stand out as a makeup artist. <laughs> That's what I really want to know. I think like you've actually you've built your brand to a certain level that it kind of works for yourself, like that like you're saying. That like she but, doesn't need to do anything to no, kind but of I'm saying the fact, you, but the fact is the brand still stands yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. So like how like, are you able to build your brand what, in the first place? It's not even that, it's what what makes you different from like why should first, I go to okay, you basically? Okay, is, first is, of all, um I'm as you can see, I'm not on my page. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. So I just let my work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. So what so people I'm sure people can by now can always spot a Mahina beat like how like I do my makeup and just like um yeah like that I'm just yeah so you basically you have a suit so like the if you know your style people can yeah. look at someone yeah. and be like ah 
Oh, yeah. like yeah. the the girls yeah. have mentioned me. He yeah. so, yeah. yeah. That's hard. That's, that's hard. That's, that's hard. Which is, that's proper, which is really good. What are your top three makeup products like that you use that are like key? Ooh, that uh, key. Laura Mercier. Oh, oh, you don't know nothing. Alex keeps talking like he Laura Mercier is setting powder. You don't know anything. Just keep quiet. Must have like brands and everything. Like what? Like. Brands. Just, okay. just the top. Like. <laughs> they don't matter. The old top. <laughs> um, my Bamihina um lashes in autumn. Must have. Sunset as well. Um, lip gloss. Um, all of them to be honest. Um, cash, dollar, boss, everything. Um but what I love, love, um, is the un- is the Chanel translucent powder underneath the eyes. It just makes it look completely flawless. Yeah, I've heard of that still. My She's- sister has that oh, one. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> no, no, my sister has that one still. Oh, yeah, and, she, does, um, she does. I love um, Fenty bronzer. Yeah. Yeah. I swear by yeah, that. I swear by that. Well. No. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's super cute. interesting, like you said, you got your cosmetic line as well. Yeah. How how did that come about? Like so, yeah. You just being in, in, as a makeup artist, mm. like you also just seeing you can expand into like products and stuff like that. How how did that come about? What was kind of the steps to make it come to life? Like, what did it take? Because you can have an idea, but to actually bring it to life, like, what did it take? It was really thank God it was like really straightforward. But um, finding manufacturer was a bit um hard because you you need to find the right ingredients for the lip wash because you just can't like. If you use any type of lip gloss, it's either gonna make your lips soft or black. Like either, like either way. Mm-hmm. Like the hair shop ones, the hair shop, the clear lip gloss from the hair shop. Mm-hmm. That one, when you keep putting it on, it makes your it makes your lips dehydrated and it makes your lips go darker. But um, that's why in my product that vitamin E is in there, so mm-hmm. it's like there for to moisturize. Just make sure. Um, but the process was um, I just made sure that I did my research. Mm-hmm. Um. Constantly just, like, um, researching everything and just, like, going into seeing, like, people who are, um, like, bigger brands like Mac Mm -hmm. and just, like, doing research for them, like, um, what's in the ingredients and just, like, making sure that you're educating yourself, like, thoroughly throughout what you're bringing out and, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So, like, so you kind of coming up with a with a cosmetic line and product line was that also kind of due to the fact that, for example, you're only one person, so mm-hmm. you can only do a certain amount of faces. Like, was that kind of part of your plan of expanding, or do you have other plans of expanding as well? For example, a salon or shop or no, I'm not, like I that? don't. I don't see me doing a shop mm-hmm. only because. Um, I see my as a multi-billionaire company. So I really want to push that mm-hmm. to be like at, at its best. So I I feel like I'll leave the, the whole shop to someone else, not mm-hmm. not for me. Cause I want to create like an um an empire of like my. So it's like the next big thing mm-hmm. for like black, like black women. Don't I know Fenty's there, but that's something similar to like Huda Beauty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard. Oh, amazing, amazing. Do you do it all yourself? Yeah. Everything. Not not everything. I have a team. Yeah, okay. yeah. So what does your team consist of, and how do you kind of go around choosing the right team as well? With the, with the right team, you have to make it. You have to bring. 
it has to be like personal, but not not too personal. Mm-hmm. You have to bring them in a little bit mm-hmm. just to see how they are. And after then, when you bring them in, you now once you open yourself a little bit to um say that like I don't know like say you open yourself to them and then um as in, as in literally kind of person, yeah person. personally yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just see like a little bit and you just see how they handle um what you're saying or what you're doing and then um when you when you feel like they've handled it like right or the best way that's how you know if the person is suitable for you mm-hmm. or if they're not I mean if you give yourself um if you give them to you a little bit open yourself and then see how they react and you so, you kind of know so do you not like look for qualities yeah I do yeah. obviously like that comes first but then mm-hmm. the second because you have to have like a loyal trustworthy yeah. type of person because mm-hmm. you're not like a lot of people can be really good at their job, but they just don't, they're not like, right like long, like in terms of long term, mm-hmm. I'm looking for, I'm not looking for temporary people. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for like long term, like people who are going to ride with me to the end. Like, Because yeah. also like my, my kind of thing is like, so like the, the brand is in your name. You're kind of the, the person behind the brand. But when you have a team, there's a people in the shadows. Like, how how does that work? Because a lot of people have ego and stuff like that. How but there's you... no I in team. Yeah, and, dope, yeah. And I'm part of the team yeah. in terms of, like, yeah, my brand is there, but mm-hmm. I'm, I I still have to work for the brand for it to grow. Mm-hmm. So I always told, I always make sure that I ensure them, like, this is us. Like, yeah. it's a we thing. It's mm-hmm. not like an I thing yeah, because exactly. I won't be able to do it by myself. Exactly. No, that's amazing. And, and I've that's, got, yeah, I've that's got like, my friends helping me. A lot of them, all of my friends are in business as well. So mm-hmm. anything that they'll um, say they've done first, they'll just pass um, pass information back to me. Yeah. Mm. No, that's dope. So you kind of create a, a nice circle of, of friends as well. Like, how is that kind of elevation? Like, I don't know. Like, you know when you're kind of not like you leave your friends behind, but you're at a certain level now. You're booked and busy. You might not be able to go out all the time, or like you're even nah, kind of grow- yeah. You're even tr- like kind of growing now. Do you kind of how are you able to surround yourself with like-minded people and stuff like that, or even people peers in your mm-hmm. industry as well? How was that kind of going? Was that a lot of networking or just like personable relationships that happen naturally? A lot. Um, a lot of my friends are from. Um, Church, school. Um, I don't really have like new, new, mm-hmm. new friends. Like if I have, like I've got one or two new friends, but um, that's about it. But I keep, yeah, my I keep it really small. Is that by choice or is it just something that just happened? Um, by choice. By choice. No, I get you. Yeah, it's just because, like you said, you have friends who are also in business who you learn from and stuff like that. Yeah. But that's also amazing, kind of when it's your day ones as well, who are mm-hmm. also on the same page, just all growing together as well. So yeah. that's, how that's do really you good. how do you handle like because listen, <laughs> I've seen so many like like posts and so many videos on like MUAs having almost like bad customers. Or like bad clients Or like people who don't Necessarily respect You as an MUA So they kind of just Take the piss sometimes Like how are you able To handle that kind of um, Like have you ever had it And if so How are you able to handle it Yeah I've, I've had loads of them But you just have to address Are you able to give us An example of one? Obviously not really? stating no names It's all mad stories But um, mm. how um. They still 
they're still customers at the end of the day, so you have to treat them like customers. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know how they're saying that like, customers are always right, but um, I don't. I always like to make sure that um, that they know, like they know exactly like what it is. Like I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be your friend. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to give you a service. And if you are be, if you are being rude, I'm not going to be rude back. I'm just going to go through the the normal the normal way of just mm-hmm. like I apologize about what happened or whatever the situation. Always, I'm just always making sure that I'm always um, apologetic mm-hmm. because you just don't want um, any issues because of, ugh, I don't know. I feel like some clients are. A bit crazy, and they always want to try and make you um, bring out another side to you that mm-hmm. it doesn't need to come out, and especially if they're not your friends. So why do you need to show them that side? Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, especially because it's not. It's even though it is personal, but it's not personal at the end yeah, of the day. You so have to have tough skin, right? Yeah. So and uh, plus, I'm Nigerian, so how tough would it get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For <laughs> sure. Because yeah. no, I've, I've seen like a lot of. Things on just social media were just like not even just makeup artists, but um, just, like people, yeah, just people even that do hair like just get a mad backlash and they just take it mad personal mm. and they just they just react rather than actually pausing, showing empathy. Yeah, that's one thing that I had to and, learn like during this um, in the industry that I can't take anything personal yeah, because can't. if they they are not doing it to you, like yeah. they also have their own personal problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so like so does everybody here? Like mm-hmm. we all have their own personal. Problems, so yeah, you can't yeah. take anything personal. And if you start with business with them, just know, like, there's like even if you're going to be friends, it's nice. But if it if they now um go into um if there's a situation, it's always gonna be that initial like first um that first time when you met when it's if it's business, it will always gonna fall up back to business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even though if you if you if you if you guys have grown into being um friends but the first initial stage was like oh business so you have to always make sure that you don't take it personal when mm-hmm. if you like it's just crazy you can't take anything personal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. i want to kind of ask you a bit more about your process right now in terms of like your day-to-day what does your day-to-day look like are you because i see some people kind of some makeup artists or hairstylists kind of do like open slots for the month then close it quickly like how do you kind of operate just for a better understanding and what works best for you as well in terms of managing kind of like your life as well so you're not overwhelmed or overworked I um, I do the old school way I make sure my my team do the old school way which is just like emails but plan to emails Mm -hmm. so it's like more personable I don't want them I don't know me personally I don't want to go through an automated system Mm -hmm. I want it to be like Oh hey, this is what you have. This is it. So I'm still going f- through that way. And do you? So do you kind of have open spots left, just in case you get emails? They're kind of a, a backlog, or people have to email kind of in advance to. Yeah. Okay. At least two weeks. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What's your favorable look? So if if when the client comes to you and just says, "Yeah, just do what you want," what's your go to? Soft glam. Soft glam. Yeah. Is soft glam? Does that include the cut crease and all that? Nah. What? Nah. Alex, stop. So stop, what includes stop. that? I'm learning. <laughs> what includes what includes the cut crease? Man, knows what that is. Though. I don't do cut crease. Oh, you don't do that. Okay. Cut crease is not. It's I. I don't. Me personally, I know how to do it, but mm. it's not. It's not a look that I want to do. I'm more of like I just want to enhance your features. I just mm. want to beautify you. I don't want to put unless I'm being like extra creative. Yeah. Like I said, I'm doing like a. 
like a crazy look, then yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But if I, me personally, with my makeup, I just want to enhance. Mm-hmm. I want people to look at my makeup and just be like, rah, like mm-hmm. that girl's buff. I don't want it to be mm-hmm. like, oh, like rah, she's wearing like loads of makeup. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I There's you. a difference. Mm-hmm. So like, um, what do you usually favor? Like, is it more kind of like bridal bookings or like birthday bookings? Or I do everything. I enjoy matter. everything. Yeah. Bit, of, bit of everything. I literally do everything. So do you have any um, tips for any upcoming makeup artists or just any makeup artists as well who are just finding their way? With upcoming makeup artists, you're going to be like criticised. But just know that like your work is your work mm-hmm. and nobody can tell you about your work because your work is your art and there's no right and wrong in art. Mm-hmm. So whatever you like, whatever you do, like be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure like it's just not you're just not doing makeup. It's a relationship with the client. Mm-hmm. So always make sure that the client feels good. Always make sure making sure that um they are they feel comfortable because it's just, it's just not makeup as well. You're mm-hmm. in their face. Mm-hmm. So you're like in their personal area. So you have to make sure that they feel comfortable and like be the best, yeah, and make sure you literally post consistently if you want to be seen. Mm-hmm. And um, with Instagram, you just have to interact. That's yeah. what Instagram is. Mm-hmm. It's about interaction. Mm-hmm. So any ways that you can ask questions, even on your post, like um, what's your favorite contour? Like interact with your yeah, um, be personal, yeah, right. with your clients, like. Yeah. No, that's dope. That's amazing. So also, like you said, you're gonna be criticized. Like you said, it, it it's your art, so you have to understand mm-hmm. that some people might like it somewhat. But is it also a form of feedback as well? Is it just people gunning at you? Kind of how do you take that criticism? Um, if I ask for it. If you ask for it. Yeah. If I ask, if I ask for, um, if I ask someone, oh, what do you think of this look? If 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 I if I don't get the right answer, I have to mm-hmm. go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I've done something wrong. Or if I tell them, oh, I'm trying to achieve this type of look, and if I didn't achieve it, they will gonna they will tell me like, mm-hmm. oh, this is, do you know what I mean? No, I do, but I do. um, with it's you're learning it, so you can't you can't really be like, oh, like my work is good. You just have to take it in and just be like, oh, is it okay? Cool, I'm gonna do better the next time. That's how you you have to look at things. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do better the next time. Yeah, not, yeah. And it seems like you take it kind of easy on yourself because like it could be so much pressure if if you know what I mean. So. I don't take it easy on myself. Mm. <laughs> nope. I get you. I get you. Oh, how, oh, sorry, I was no, gonna ask you how. Did you land like your first international client? Like I saw, I saw you did um makeup for oh, I forgot. I think it's Nikki Nikki Baby or like from oh, Love and um, Hip Hop. You did Jordan Woods. Uh, like, yeah. how did you get to that level? Like, how did you get to that stage? Like, to go to America, like, or them coming here? I yeah, think. they came. They came here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they actually emailed me. Um, personally or like through yeah, me? personally. Oh. Um, majority of um, that's big business, by the way. I, but, I can't just let that one go. <laughs> majority um of of my clients um have like either DM'd me or mm-hmm. emailed me mm-hmm. to um to work to be a part of their team or to work on their team. But yeah, it's like literally, yeah, they re- reach out to me. When you say work on their team, is it so if they're about for like a week or yeah, two? Yeah, they always of... ask me like, so for example, like Justin Sky, every time she's in London, I always do her makeup. Oh. Mm. Like she, they always tell me like a oh, week in, oh yeah, I'm coming. 
make sure this is the day. Mm. So they they have a whole plan. Yeah. How do you kind of keep that relationship going? Like, obviously you see them, but for them to come back to you and keep coming back to you, how is it like you said, just being personable, keeping them yeah, comfortable? Yeah, just make sure you give them an experience that mm-hmm. they have to come back mm. and make sure like, you know, I need this girl. Even if they, even say if my work wasn't that great, but the, it's the way you make them feel. Mm-hmm. If you make them feel like shit, even if your work could be, you, you could be the best, but if you make them feel like shit, they ain't going to come back. Mm-hmm. For sure. Exactly. When you when you go into like simple like stores, mm-hmm. even the, if someone makes you feel shit or they, the whole customer is like, ah, I'm not going back to that place. Yeah, that mm-hmm. place is rubbish. Mm-hmm. Let me go. Like, they'll, they'll say, are you the only one here? Mm-hmm. So, For real. Mm-hmm. So you just have to make sure that the experience that you give them. Yeah, no, that's really good. So with the experience as well, does that come with being easy to work with, easy to book, or just like like giving them the whole glam look where they're super, super happy with you? Or is it just a whole holistic thing? Yeah, it's it's everything. Okay. The makeup, personable, um, yeah. Just like being normal, because mm-hmm. especially when you're working with um, celebrities, they don't want to be. They don't want, be, they don't want you to be fan, and yeah. They, and yeah, they don't really want you to do that. It's like just be normal, like be mm. yourself. Like they're human too. Thought, yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know how I act around Jordan Woods, but <laughs> really, you know, you get load this guy. So we got to edit that on. It's off brand. It's off brand. It's off brand. It's off brand. Um, what I was gonna say was um, who like. Who has been like one of? Uh, I don't know if I want to ask this, but who has been one of your favorite like celebs to work with? Like one of your fave, like that like she's just a delight. I don't know. Huh? Oh, he he's just a delight as well. Yeah, sweetie. Yeah, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. Sweetie, girl. Well, the girl. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Um, she's like real sweet, and mm. she's like she's cool. How ironic! <laughs> like she. Oh, no, I've got the pun. Yeah. 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 Sorry, oh, man. Sorry, I, I didn't. I didn't catch that. But. Sweetie, sweetie. She's oh yeah, she's real sweet. Oh, oh dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so happy. Look at him. <laughs> But yeah, so she's she's um yeah. Was that when she came to London as well? She hit you up. Mm-hmm. So have you ever traveled there, like America? Um, or? Yeah, to, to work with um we did um uh I traveled there twice um to work on a shoot with a hair company and then another time to work on XXL magazine. Dope. Okay. Oh, oh, Steph. Oh, sick! Mm. I got, I got a question. So, how do you kind of go around your pricing? So, this is one the thing question, that I feel like service provi- service providers struggle with, or just anyone. Like, how are you kind of able to justify your price? Like, what is it like charging your first like four figures, five figures, or whatever it is to a client? Because you could be like, I'm just doing makeup for these guys, and it's a natural skill to you, but you got to understand. Like who you're doing the makeup for, mm. your time, and kind of you progressing to a certain level where you're like I can't do a make makeup for this amount of money because it's not worth my time. How are you kind of able to go around the pricing? Because I feel like even I've struggled with pricing for for clients and stuff like that. I asked I, when I was starting. I asked loads of makeup artists. Mm. Yeah, I use fake emails too, <laughs> <laughs> and I embarrassed because. <laughs> 
Um, only because I know they're not gonna um answer me, mm. so I had to. But that's only at the start. Just a kind of a sounding board, <laughs> a sounding board of kind of what's out there in the mm. market and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I ask, I ask around, but a lot of MUAs come to ask me, and I just, I just give them actual yeah. price, and of that, I just advise them, mm-hmm. like whatever, like if you feel, if you're uncomfortable, um, if you feel like my price is a bit too high for you, you can always nudge it about down to how mm-hmm. you feel, but just don't um go under this type of price mm. because. Mm. You're, you're selling yourself yeah. short. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I always advise um, every you. way who, who, who asks me. Yeah. Were you ever mm. uncomfortable charging a certain price? Of course. Or, yeah. Why though? Of course. Um, well, would, would it no, because, like no, that. No, yeah, I see it as, I, my rationale is completely different. Like, it's like, why so should you struggle? Right? If you, be, if you, believe Obviously, yeah, in your you, art and what you, know, you do, you know you believe, but then, charge it. And maybe because I've gone from, I went from doing like loads of like Nigerian. I was doing like the Nigerian, like the whole the the whole whole party thing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. by the side doing like people, but I was like going to their houses yeah. and doing their makeup. And sometimes they'll make you feel like shit. Like, oh, why are you charging fifty mm-hmm. pounds? Like, mm-hmm. ah, you should be getting. You, I should. You, I should be giving you forty pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, always trying to shortchange yeah, me. Yeah, for sure. So well, every time, so when I, so when it was time to level up, I didn't know how to level up in terms mm-hmm. of like the, the price because yeah, yeah. I felt so insecure when because mm-hmm. they kept on questioning me, okay. like why, why am I charging yeah. this much? Mm-hmm. So it, I only became more insecure. So when it was time for me to up my price, like it, because it, because now it wasn't making sense, so I had yeah. to up my price. Like I was still feeling uncomfortable. Sometimes I would just send the send the price and I'll close it out. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was like, nah. I've been I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, I'm I'm there. Mm, I'm right. there. I'm no, yeah, I get you. But what kind of changed? What? But have you like when you're offering a service, Alex? It's not very a service, but. Certain products is different. It's not different. If, 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 if it's people, different. If people different. don't want it, they'll just go elsewhere. But if yeah, you've been in okay. conversation with someone and that is the time to talk price, and you're like, ah, oh, like, can I tell them I'm, I charged minimum this price? Like, yes. you know what I mean? It's kind of uncomfortable. How are you kind of able to change your mind or build that confidence that, yeah, you know what, I'm able to say this price and not mm. not blink, if you know what I mean? You have to come, you have to realize that you're actually lit and mm-hmm. you just be like, no, I can't be shortchanging myself sure. mm-hmm. because that means I'll be disrespecting God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be disrespecting God, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. let me just be. I got. Yeah. I got. Do, do it with your chest. No, for real. And I guess it's also kind of being prepared to lose that sell in a sense. Like if yeah, it's not, like, if it's not worth that price. Yeah, there's sometimes that. Like, yeah. If if they don't want to pay, yeah, pay is fine. At least somebody once someone has always told me, like if someone doesn't want to pay, someone else will pay. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like somebody else will actually pay, and that person's just filling up the spot. Yeah, with, with yeah. less money. So. Yeah, that's one thing I clock. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody goes, like another door will open. Like you said, that you're the finishing exactly. line because like, it, yeah. it burns when mm. you're selling yourself short. No, but it's that true. was what, what, what? You said you're the finishing line. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Oh, I got, got a question. Yeah. Um, like who inspires you? Makeup artists. No, just, in, I, general, just in general. Like, who, who inspires you? Where, and makeup where, artists where, too. Where does your drive come from yeah. as well? Beyonce. <laughs> Queen B. Queen B. Yeah, I'm, I'm a beehive. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I just love her strength. Just like, she's just so hardworking yeah. and, uh, yeah, she's lit. Mm. Just Beyonce. Yeah. Anyone mm-hmm. else? But what about MUAs? MUAs. There's a lot of MUAs. Um, when I was growing up, um, I really looked at, you know, Jenny, um, 
Be, um, be, be by, by JJ. Yeah, yeah, be by JJ. Um, JJ. Obviously, she was the hot on YouTube. Bro, I got two sisters, man. I heard these names, man. I have three sisters as well, bro. Stop oh, making. Sorry, making yeah. for the fans. I've heard these names. <laughs> All right. Um, OTS. Um, in the okay. beginning, yeah. In the beginning, but she still inspires me. Mm. Um, Patrick, um, Patrick Tarr. Um, he's a USA makeup yeah. artist. Yeah. And... Who actually really taught me how to do makeup properly? She's um she's a white YouTuber YouTuber and her name's called Crispy. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and makeup Shayla, that whole scene, like because makeup Shayla was actually a, an actual makeup artist before she came mm. uh, a whole influencer. Yeah. Um and, th- and both Beyonce's um makeup artists, Sir oh, John. Okay. I actually met him. Oh nice. Really? Are there yeah. are there any like Makeup artists that you would like to collab with or like to work with in the future, or kind of just. Act one is I don't mind. I'll work with everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. There's no. So if I said if I told you I'd do makeup, would you would you mm-hmm. call her? Oh, bro, she's uh, not your God. level, man. This As in, is, this one is big dog. What, big dog. What can we expect? What can we expect from you next? Like. In terms, in terms of well, like you cosmetics, because like, yeah. you mentioned your cosmetics. Yeah. There's um, there's there's gonna be more product job um dropping. Um, mm. yeah, eyeshadow. Cool. cool. Um, yeah, give give them give the listeners the, some nuggets to, so uh, to can, hold so on to. They can look yeah. out for it. Oh yeah, coming with eyeshadows. Mm. Um, new new and improved lip gloss coming out next month. Yes. Like everything is. Changing like Dope. yeah, yeah. Um, and something very special in December. Mm. Hey. My, like something that is a game changer. Cool, cool, cool. Good. Gonna gonna keep an eye out. Keep yeah. it filled. That's amazing. So for those who don't know who you are, where can they find you? How can they kind of reach out or support? Or if any makeup artists have questions as well, where can they find you? On my Instagram, Mahina Makeup. Um, on my Twitter. Mahina Makeup and info at mahinamakeup.com. Dope. And your cosmetic line is? My by Mahina Makeup. Dope, 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 dope. Yeah. And before we, before we wrap up, um, Shibs and I always have this thing which, we, which is called the word of the week. Or phrase of the or week. Or phrase of the week. Best for you. Um, just for our listeners to go into the new week yeah. feeling charged and inspired as well. Have you got anything for them? Any last words, finishing words? No one determines your finishing line. <laughs> You've heard that. No, no one determines your finishing line. It's not down to them. So that's amazing. And don't carry last. Don't carry last. Mm. Word, word, word. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really do appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for all the nuggets you dropped, all the gems as well. And like, just keep on doing your amazing work. Like Everyone's noticing and everyone's inspired by the work you're doing as well. So mm. thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. And there you have it, guys. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, feedback, email, all that good stuff. Yeah, man. And, you know. Guys, remember to focus on things that move move the needle. As always.